spirit and maybe a little broken in your body or the other way around think about that but today my body is sore and it is tender but my spirit is right with God it's a combination of a lot of things and I'm just thankful to be here today before you I had forgotten there was five Sundays in September. <laughs> Pastor did not. But <clears throat> she asked me if I was going to be able to preach. And I said, this Sunday, I will find something to preach about. Thus, the message of my sermon today is broken but not defeated. Broken, but not defeated. How many of us in here today feel broken? I do. A lot of days I feel broken, not just in my physical, but in my spiritual. So we're going to talk about broken but not defeated. I have two scripture references, one coming out of Psalm 51, 16, 18, and I'm always in the New International Version. The NIV is my Bible of choice. And it says, You do not delight in sacrifice, or I would bring it. You do not take pleasure in burnt offerings. My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. You, God, will not despise. And my second is 2 Corinthians 4 and 9. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. In this world that we live in, broken things are usually despised and tossed out. Think about it. Anything we no longer need, we just throw away. <laughs> Damaged goods are rejected, and that includes people. When we no longer have any further use for something, we just toss it out. We don't try to salvage it. We don't ask anyone if they may need something we think is destroyable or damaged. We just choose to toss it out with yesterday's garbage. In marriage, when relationships break down, the tendency is to walk away and find someone new rather than work at reconciliation. Hmm. I know every one of us in here have either experienced that, have dealt with that, and or know people that are dealing with that. There are some things in this world that can be reconciled. And there are things in this world that we know need to be thrown out. That's where your spiritual discernment comes in. If God 
tells you, I didn't say ask, I said tells you to throw something away. He means to throw it away. Don't hang on to it. But if you hear that little inner whisper, that little voice of God in your ear saying, hmm, maybe we can fix this. Be obedient, please. Don't take what God is telling you and toss it away as well. A lot of people do that. The world is full of people with broken hearts, broken spirits, and broken relationships. Hmm. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Psalm 34 and 18. There's a reference. There is something about reaching a breaking point that causes us to seek the Lord more sincerely. So what that tells me is that when we are down and out and we feel like we have nowhere to turn and we have no one to talk to, we don't have anyone to call, no one's answering their text messages, we're down on our knees, we're at our bedside, we're praying, God, help me. Help me, Father. Hmm. King David was once a broken man and he prayed, create in me a pure heart, O God. And renew a steadfast spirit within me. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. Oh God, you will not despise. There are some things in our lives that need to be broken. Amen. <laughs> Pride, self-will, stubbornness. I rebuke that, but it's the truth. And sinful habits, for example. Yes. I have a self-will and I can be very stubborn, but it's telling me here, I need to break that. And through prayer, fasting, and meditation, I feel like anything can be broken, that's broken can be defeated. You can get your healing. And that's what it's all about. When we feel our brokenness, God compensates. I live in a high and holy place, but also with him who is contrite and lowly in spirit. Isaiah 57 and 15. Only, only when we surrender to Christ can we be restored and transformed. There it is again for your edification. Only when we surrender. Part of our problems are we don't want to surrender. We would rather carry that brokenness to the grave and remain defeated. But God is telling us to surrender to Christ so that we may be transformed and restored. Mm. Sounds so easy. Such surrender requires a brokenness on our part. Romans 6, 1 through 14 describes how believers become dead to sin and alive to God in Christ. Claim the promise that cannot be broken. In this world, you will have trouble. What's that song? Trouble don't last always. But we know there's going to be trouble. You will not go through this world without experiencing some form of trouble some form of brokenness, some form of defeat. But that's all right. Because we know all we have to do is give it over to God. 
wholeheartedly give it over to God. Stop hanging on to the brokenness. As long as you continue to hang on to the brokenness, you will be defeated. There's, there's no living in brokenness. That's not a life. A life of brokenness is not a life worth living. You're broken. God is telling us he can fix us. But you have to want to be fixed first. <laughs> Ooh, Jesus. Claim the promise that cannot be broken. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world, John 16 and 33. A righteous man may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. He protects all his bones. Not one of them will be broken. Not one will be broken. The Lord redeems his servants. No one will be condemned who takes refuge in him. No one will be condemned. But you first must take refuge in the Lord. That's Psalms 34, 19 through 22. You must take refuge in God, in God only. Those other gods that you see or that you've heard about, they're not a real God. It's a lowercase g. Unless you're talking about the man with the upper g, you're talking to the wrong person. Come out from underneath those ashram poles and stop praying to Baal. That is a false god. We do not pray to false gods at this church. We know but one God, one Jesus. We know the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the triune God. That's who we worship at this church. So let's not get it twisted. We know who God is. We know who to go to. We know who to ask for prayer. We know who can lift us up. We know who can fix our brokenness. But you have to be willing to go to God, upper G, and ask with a hopeful, loving, caring heart. Surrender to God and allow him to make you whole, to give your life meaning, purpose, and joy. Trust him. That's all it is. Trust him. If you don't trust anybody else on this earth, trust God. He's really the only one worth trusting anyway, to be honest with you. Because man's going to let you down every single time. I'm not saying man and woman do not mean well when they try to help fix your brokenness. Oh, they mean well. But they can't fix you. Only God can fix us. It's okay to bounce things off of a loved one, off of a friend that you hopefully trust. But remember, they're human. And in their humanness, they're apt to spill the beans. They're apt to tell your business. Those are our friends. Those are our loved ones. Those are the ones that we can go to with anything and ask of anything. Wrong. Use them as a sounding board in, in, in generalities. But stop giving over all your brokenness to individuals that cannot help you. Learn to give it over to God. Trust Him. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. We've heard that. Romans 8, 28, we've heard that in this church since its inception. That's been one of our foundational scriptures. So often when we feel defeated, we feel like we have no one to turn to. And that is the truth. 
But really, that's not the case. In all times, here it is, turning to God and leaning on your faith can renew your hope that things will turn out all right. There it is. It's telling us again, turn to God. God has all the answers. We as humans don't have a fourth of the answers that we think we do. We just uh, delude ourselves into thinking we have all the answers. We really don't. We know, there's all of us sitting here know a lot of stuff. But we don't know half of what Jesus Christ knows. So you better start learning to renew your hope and turn to God. We should turn to God when we are grateful and when we are sad. And especially when we feel defeated. <laughs> Second Corinthians 5 and 7 says that we live by faith, not by sight. This is so true. Faith is not something we see. It is something we feel and something we believe in. So you have to exercise your faith like you exercise your body. They go hand in hand. If your body's exercise and your mind is limp, what can you do? What can your body do if it's not connecting? If your physical is not connecting with your spiritual, you're not working. Only half of you is working. You want all of you to work. You want the entire package. You want your body to be together. You want your mind to be gather, together. You need God in it to regulate your mind. You go to the health club and get your body together, but you cannot go to the health club and get God to get you together. You can pray while you're working out, but you truly have to go to God on your own. Just like when we go and meet Jesus, we will go and we will stand in front of the gate with St. Peter by ourselves. We've been told this. We're not going with anybody else. We're not taking anything with us. So all these earthly things that you've accumulated that are so precious to you that you can't get rid of, you can't purge, that's just cluttered up your house, all these things that you can't take with you, and I'm going to tell you right now, don't nobody want them after you're dead. I'm going to tell you what people want after you're dead. They want your money. And if your things aren't worth anything, guess where they're going? They're going to the dumpster. If they make it to the dumpster. I've heard of people just leaving them in the house and let the bank take the house and everything in it. So what we've accumulated on earth don't mean anything to anybody but the dollars you got in your bank account or the dollars you, they think you got hidden somewhere in your house or whatever's in your wallet. That's what they're going for. If you got expensive jewelry on your hands, guess what they're taking it to? It ain't going to the grave. It ain't going in the grave. A lot of this stuff that we wear, these pretty ornaments and decorations, it's not going in the grave. Have you ever heard of grave robbers? We think this stuff is in, we, we see it. That's the last thing we see when we view in the body. We see in the jewelry, we see in the gold, we see in, we see in everything. We see in all the pretty stuff. My sister, she stuffed a leather jacket in my sister's coffin, my sister's coffin years ago. I'm thinking... And what is the reason for sticking that leather jacket in that casket? Because you know, as soon as we turned our back, one of those uh, diggers done took that jacket up out that coffin. I'm not saying everybody does that, but I'm going to tell you in the real world, that stuff really happens. They will take whatever's not nailed or glued down. That's the reality of it. We have to learn to let go. That's the only way we're going to fix our brokenness is by letting go of things that keep us broken. We're a broken society. We really are a broken society. 
And I say that from all the commercialism. All the diatribe that we have to listen to on the television, all the stuff we have to listen to our coworkers, all the new cars, the new, the new this, the new that, oh, I got this new, I went here, oh, I went on a 14-day cruise to the da 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 In the end, that means absolutely nothing to God. Glad you had a good time. But if you go broken, you're going to come back broken because money can't solve it. Money cannot fix your brokenness. Things cannot fix your brokenness. Only God can fix your brokenness. So you better learn to lean on the Lord. Amen. Ooh, having faith that God has a plan for you is never easy, but knowing that there is a plan is enough to help you get through anything, especially if you are feeling defeated. Hmm. Isaiah 41 and 10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. His right hand, that's all it's going to take for him to hold us up. Can you imagine someone so strong they can take the right hand of the right hand and raise us up? Keep us lifted up to the heavens. That's how mighty God is. He can take one right hand and keep us lifted up. I guarantee anybody in here if you put somebody on your right hand and try to lift them up, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. It's not going to be pretty. You thought you're talking about something being broken? Oh, it's going to get broke all right. Then you're going to have to have a cast to try to straighten it. See, that's what's wrong with most of us today. We all need to be in a body cast so God can straighten our lives up. Because we're that broken, some of us. Then it's going to take a full body cast to, to, to get us right. Because that's what a cast does. It helps to straighten and heal the brokenness, the broken bones. And so we would all need to be in a body cast. I don't know how long for some of us. I might live it until I die because there's some days I'm just not going to get it right. I am not going to go out without a fight. Some days I think some of us like to be broken. It just seems comfortable. We're in our comfort zone when we're broken. Some people love to be broken because that's what they like to talk about constantly. That's what they like to talk about, their brokenness. Mm. Isaiah 41 and 10, so do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen again you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. That is a blessing. There are times in our lives when we have been hit by blow after blow and we feel crushed and exhausted. Each one of us in here have felt those blows. We have been knocked down, kicked around, bruised and broken by other people. During these occasions, it is easy to lose all hope, all hope. Sometimes when you get so far down in your brokenness, you don't see a way back up. You really don't, I, and that goes from the holiest of the holy to the people that stay in their Bible 24-7. Those that proclaim and profess God is God and God is God all by itself. We have people spouting this day in and day out all the time. But I'm going to tell you something. Those people, those same people, these same televangelists, these same prophets, these evangelists, these deacons, these missionaries are all broken just like the rest of us. Ain't none of us unbroken, ain't none of us 
unholy or holiest of God. So I'm telling you, it don't matter who you are or how much you love Jesus, you can still be broken, but not defeated. God does not want us to live out our daily existence discouraged or hopeless. So he has given us his word as a source of blessing and encouragement. What did I say earlier? Get in your word if you want to be blessed. Let God's words minister to you. That will help you in your brokenness. Just open it, Patsy. Just pick a chapter. Pick a verse. Pick a book. As long as it's from the Holy Bible, you'll find something that will lift you up. That will help you in your most desperate of times. If you have to look through here and get you three or four good scriptures that help lift you up, that's what I suggest you do. Always be able to have a scripture to go to and to reference when you're feeling your most brokenness. There's Bibles full of scriptures about being broken and about how not to be broken. In Deuteronomy 28 and 7, the Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before you. They shall come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. <laughs> I like that. He will, your enemies who rise against you to be defeated, even as, they, even as our enemies rise up against us, God is already defeating them. We have to know this. That's why you don't have to stay broken. You don't have to be defeated. You don't have to stay defeated. Matthew 19 and 26, But Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible. With God all things are possible. All things are possible. In our most brokenness, God is telling us all things are possible. We do not have to stay broken. We do not have to stay defeated. That to me is just an attitude. We don't have to walk around with those attitudes of brokenness and defeated. Those are just attitudes. And I know a lot of people with a lot of attitude. But I'm telling you, God can heal us. He can take care of everything. Today, if you feel broken and defeated, the good news is that it is never too late to come to God and ask for direction, help, and healing. <laughs> he hears and answers the prayers of the righteous and provides us with encouragement through our petitions. Ladies, altar call is a perfect time to come up and ask God for anything. It don't have to be for anything that you need or you want. It can be an intercessory prayer. It, <laughs> You don't have to come to the altar just because you might feel you're broken or defeated. You can come to the altar call with joy in your heart and ask God to continue to bless that joy. That's what altar call is for. It's for everything. If you want to join church, if you want to renew your faith in church, if you want to get baptized in the church, if you want to join the church, if you need healing, if you need prayer, if you have prayer for someone else, that's altar call, ladies. That is the invitation. That's when it's time to come up and ask healing for your brokenness. Stop being broken. Stop being defeated. Take advantage of what the church offers. An altar call is a beautiful thing. There is not a good enough reason to stay broken and defeated in this world of ever-changing mores and moral indecisiveness. We have to learn to truly lean on God's word and know that he is always with us and he will never leave us nor forsake us. 
How many times have I told y'all that God will never leave us nor forsake us? That's my mantra. That's what, that's what helps me. Knowing this, knowing that God is always with me. Always. It is your truth and knowledge in his word that will set you free. You just have to continue to believe in his goodness and favor that he has bestowed upon us. Everything else will follow in his time. Remember, we've talked about time before. God's time is not our time. Stop putting, stop setting your stopwatch and thinking, if I set this for five days, six hours, and 32 minutes, and 12 seconds, God is going to work this out for me. That's not God's time. That is man's time. God's time and our time are totally different. So learn to follow God's timing in your life. He will never lead you astray. He will never lead you wrong. So never get ahead of God. Learn to listen to his soft, still voice, that elusive inner voice that we can hear, but may not be quite certain who or where it is coming from. God, know that God, it is God's whisper and is meant for your ears only. I don't know if anybody has ever heard the whisper of God in your ear. I was blessed. I heard it. And I knew it was God. It will make you want to lose your mind. It is so sweet. So gentle. Soothing. And you know it's God. All you want to do is just cry. Because that's how sweet it is. When he answers you, that's how he's going to answer you. And one, that's one of the ways he'll answer you. He's going to whisper it softly in your ear. But you have to know that it's God. You'll know it if it ever happens. You'll know it. Whew. Listen to hear and obey. God's will for your life and stop trying to make it something it is clearly not meant to be. Pastors always told me and told others, we have to learn to get off that pivot. That's the only way things are going to move for us is by getting off that pivot. We as humans are always trying to do things our way. <laughs> regardless if we know better or not. We tend to listen to our own voice, knowing very well that God is nowhere in it, and then we start trying to justify it. <laughs> Wrong. That go with God, Christy. Every time, and watch how God will work out all the brokenness and defeat in your life. Learn to listen to God. He will make a way out of no way. The word tells us this. Stop claiming to be a Christian if you are not going to at least give Christ a chance to work it out. In other words, get out of God's way and let God do what God does. He is the master, master creator. And he already knows what it is that needs to be mended and set straight. He already knows where we're at in our brokenness. He already knows how to fix us where we don't feel defeated. 
In conclusion, God does not want us to ever succumb to feelings of defeat and despair in spite of the crushing blows we receive on a regular basis. He has given us his powerful word full of encouragement and hope to strengthen us instead. Hmm. Ultimately, his will for us is that we live our lives in victory. Not in defeat, not in brokenness, but in victory. I would like to leave you with these seven biblically referenced verses that I'm sure most of you know and pray that this will help you when you are feeling the brokenness and defeat that the world will, I said try, but they will heap it upon you. They just don't try. They can do it. This is why we have to be ready with the word, worship, praise, and prayer at all times. It says, number one, Jehovah Jireh. That's Genesis 22 and 14. My provider. <laughs> if that's all you know how to say is Jehovah Jireh. My provider. Jehovah Nisi, Exodus 17 and 15, my battle fighter, is telling us Jehovah Nisi will fight our battles for us. Jehovah Shalom, Judges 6 and 24, my giver of peace. He's my peace giver. <laughs> Jehovah Rophe, Exodus 15 and 26, my healer. You're broken, there's your healer. Exodus 15 and 26, my healer. Jehovah Tiskanu, Jeremiah 23 and 6, our righteousness. Jehovah Shammah, Ezekiel 48 and 35, ever-present one. Jehovah Shammah, that means he's our ever-present with us, day and night. Jehovah Rohi, Psalm 23 and Wood, good shepherd. God is our good shepherd. Those are some scriptures to remind you that the Lord is always there to strengthen you and lift you up, to hear your every prayer. So, my beloved, please always remember to lean on God. He is our strong tower and refuge, our everlasting strength. Through God, we can do all things but fail. I would ask that you please give God a chance to show you what he can do all by himself. In other words, get out of his way and let God be God. Continue to pray and seek God for all of your answers and he will answer them by and by. I'm going to leave you with Revelation 4, 10 and 11. The 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, You are worthy, O Lord, our God, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they were created and have their being. May God continue to bless and keep you always. Amen. Amen. Thank y'all.